Welcome to the Operate Intelligently podcast. This is Tony Butler. I'm joined by my host, Bob Bittner. Bob, how are you today? Tony, it's, uh, it's a beautiful day outside, and uh, I couldn't be better. I was uh, actually ate outside for lunch today. Can oh, you believe it's uh, the, uh, what is it, the 16th of, of February, and set outside, and it was just absolutely beautiful outside. Yeah, we were able to do that last night. We sat outside on the back porch. It was, it was gorgeous. So today, I'm extremely excited because we have a guest with us today. We always love when we have somebody that comes in and, and join, joins us. And uh, I'm particularly excited today because we have a gentleman by the name of Josh Peach. That's not Pear, it's Peach. <laughs> and Josh is uh, our own true evangelist here at Dude Solutions. And Josh goes all over the country talking and inspiring people, motivating people, and uh, sharing the message of the dude uh, around the country. Josh has just created this persona about himself that uh, has earned him the title of evangelist. And we're just excited, Josh, for you to be here today. Uh, Josh is not always in the office. He's on the road a lot. Uh, He lives in Boston. Don't hold that against him. But uh, all you Eagle fans out there, but Josh... Thanks for being here today. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. It's great to see you. It's been a while, and uh, congratulations to the Eagles. Uh, game well won. Good. Well, you you uh, deserve a little uh, congratulations, too. Uh, you've become a father since the last time uh, we've seen you in person. Yes. Tell uh, us about this little yeah. guy. Yeah, uh, we've got uh, welcomed our second son, uh, December 11th, Chance Thomas Peach. And uh, nine pounds, six ounces, twenty-two inches, uh, big boy. Yeah. Uh, happy, healthy. Just hit nine weeks yesterday, and uh, last night when I was getting ready to pack up and leave, I, I got the first laugh that uh, was with, had had sound with it. So he That's he chuckled special. for a while. So That's it was it was a great to, great to experience. Yeah, glad you got to experience that, and uh, as opposed to doing it on FaceTime or yeah, something, yeah, right? Absolutely. Well, Josh, wanted to talk to you a little bit today. Uh, I know you do speak a lot around the, the country with a lot of different organizations, particularly in our education market, but uh, other people. And uh, you've got a great following on LinkedIn. If you haven't, uh, if you want to follow Josh on LinkedIn, you look him up. But um, a lot of a lot of what you do and the um, success that you've had is due to your positive attitude towards life and towards just being. Uh, around people and inspiring people with your attitude. And uh, just wanted to kind of dive into that a little bit today, particularly as it relates to our client base and those that listen to us, predominantly uh, facility directors and managers and and folks. But it's applicable across all areas, and that's having a positive attitude, approaching your work with with a good attitude, and which makes it so much easier to have this client interaction, the customer interaction. We all have customers that we deal with today, and a lot of the outcome of that depends on our attitude as us going into it. So, Josh, tell us a little bit, were you just born with this bubbly, outgoing, positive attitude? Is that something that's just natural that happens, or what is it? Yeah, not not at all. Uh, I think that... uh we all have challenges in our life, and and uh, my fiance actually got a shirt a number of years ago, and and it was it was very fitting. It said, "The difference between a good day and a bad day is your attitude." And you know, there's a lot of things today, sadly, that can cause us to go in a downward spiral of of not having a good attitude, and it, it takes a lot of work, and it also takes a lot of work for it to be natural, and also for you to be able to accept uh, and not 
sugarcoat or alleviate and try to say, well, that, that doesn't exist. The bad things don't exist. Bad things do exist. Difficult times do exist. Challenges do exist. And to, to just to handle them head on and to, to look at things in a way that uh, you have a positive outcome that you keep forward momentum and movement on things and not necessarily moving on, but moving forward. Uh, and it takes, it takes work. And no, I, if people have known me for a long time, have probably known times in my life where I, I definitely could have been considered a, a negative attitude person for, uh, for, for a good stretch of my, my life. And I've, I've seen this uh, kind of play out in different, in different folks. It's not a far jump from being very positive to being very negative an edge that that we walk it's a very fine line it is absolutely a very fine line and it it can be you know it can be the difference of of one simple thing that happens you know at home we've got 20 some odd animals dogs cats rabbits uh, guinea hens chickens goats and and you know it it isn't four minutes into my day i've stepped into something and you know depending on how much stuff you step in uh, your day can get bad and your attitude can get to that that point and you know one of the things that we that I found is to practice that when you get to that point to stop, you know, to stop and breathe and just take a moment or two to just try to reassess and realign yourself opposed to continuing to try to forge through all the things you're stepping in. And, and it works most of the time. But being in Boston, we got a lot of aggressive drivers, you know, going on a commute to work. It, you know, people like to throw the finger out and getting to the point of waving to those people. And, you know, the realization that, you know, a lot of the people that are negative are having true challenges in their life. And they may or may not have intention to the way they are or how they're being. And realize and tell yourself that everybody has a story. And and just try to embrace that uh, and and to embrace it with a, a positive attitude and an outlook on things. But uh, it does take some work. Yeah, and I think, too, when people embrace it, really our attitude is a choice. We make a choice to either have a negative attitude or a positive attitude. And it's a choice in how we react to those things as well. So uh, to your point, taking a moment, stopping, and realizing that you have a choice in how you're going to respond and react is, I know for me, that's what's helped me stay positive. Yeah, you make a great point. And, and there's really a, a, a line that was told to me a long time ago. I, I used to be uh, somewhat of a short-tempered person, and someone that I respected had, had come to me, and they said, Josh, you, you really need to learn how to respond and not react. The, the greatest challenge is when we have that negative attitude or when we get put in negative situations or difficult situations is when we're reactionary, where we're not actually putting the thought through. And it's kind of like having a discussion with someone and they're already talking before you finished. Their mind hasn't given the opportunity to truly process. They already have a thought in mind and that makes it difficult for everybody. So figuring that response opposed to react is, is huge uh, for anyone, especially in communication. And sometimes it's just better to walk away and give yourself some time to have the positive, have the right reaction to something, as opposed to most of it doesn't need to be handled right at the moment, like it's somebody's dying on the operating room table, right? Yeah. I mean, everybody's got that grandparent that always said, you know, if you don't have something good to say, don't say anything at all. Uh, You know, the biggest thing with social media, anyone's a keyboard uh, person that can type anything they want, and that's great. They have the freedom of speech and they have that capability. And a lot of people will type really negative, hurtful things. And it's hard because it's in your face all the time for you to just walk away from it. But that's something that, that's age-old practice. If you don't have something good to say, don't say anything at all. And that could be don't type anything at all. That could be don't go anywhere at all. It could be anything to alleviate yourself of potential additional stress in a negative environment, and negative situation. And that includes the people that you're around. Josh, you, you uh, have a tendency to be able to just to approach people and strike up a conversation uh, with just about anybody, anywhere. 
uh, I've seen you. I've seen you out uh, in situations where you didn't know anybody, and 15 minutes later, you had a best friend. Tell us a little bit about that approach and and uh, how you do that, and uh, what goes through your mind when you say that's the person that I want to create a relationship can with. I, can I add to that too? I'm curious if you've always been that that way, or is that something that you sort of grew into uh, as as you've gotten later in your career? Yeah. So I think that the 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 answer to the last question, which is I've always been that way, I would say that I was always that way. And as far as a talkative, I was most talkative in school growing up, uh, you know, nominated or whatever. They had me the picture with a tape over my mouth. Most talkative was what I was uh, for a large part of my life. I would say that I'm more listening and I'm truly interested in understanding people that were around. Uh, we have incredible clients. We have incredible team members in the office, we are very lucky to have just genuine great people and they all have great stories and I love to listen to them and I love to learn from them and I love to occasionally talk to them um, with my words and uh, and we have a lot of fun. And you know, if I can meet one new person a day that, that made a positive impact on my life, then that's a good day. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I don't think there's many days that I don't uh, get that opportunity. Josh, I really like what you just said there because I think what it takes it from is I'm having a conversation all about me to the story about you. I want to learn about you. I want, and I think that's when you really start to connect with people and people respond to, to you that when you're interested in them. Even when they may be wrong, you're interested in them and what their story is, what has caused them to either respond or to react or just to be like that. I want to learn I want to learn about you. Yeah, and it's not always positive. And, you know, one of the things that I've, I've learned in the last probably 10 years or so is when I really started to, to progress and start to evolve and also understand the idea of continuous improvement is the more people you interact with and the more opportunities that you get, the, the more likely that you're going to. I, I, tell, I just talked to a group downstairs, and, you know, the, the best way that I can put it is every interaction that I have, I want to have one takeaway. And sometimes it's I don't ever want to. So someone might really not have anything good to say, might be negative, might not be able to come out of it just in a downward spiral. The takeaway there is I don't ever want to be in that position or I don't ever want to be talking in that frame even if I think I'm being positive and to really be mindful of what I'm saying and who I'm saying it to and how I'm saying it to uh, the person that I'm talking to. So, you know, even in your negative environment uh, communications, you want to try to take something away and it might just be a, I don't ever want to do that uh, type of thing. Well, you mentioned continuous learning, and it sounds like you know you're practicing it. I know I try to do it in every conversation, every interaction. There's always something that uh, we could use, we can learn, we can get better, uh, we can continue to hone our skills of communication. And to your point, I don't ever want to be in that uh, particular type of conversation again. Even just knowing to look out for that when someone starts going down that path can be uh, can be beneficial if you can head it off early. Josh, we want to want to talk a little bit about our audience and their ability to interact with people. A lot of our audience, listening audience, are facility managers that come in every day, and their day is so unplanned, unscheduled in most cases. They're prepared that anything could happen. They've got a plan, but that, that plan can be shifted in a nanosecond. And to stay positive, to stay upbeat about those changes on a daily basis, any recommendations on how how you can deal with that when life is coming five different directions at you 
and I stay positive. Yeah, you know, a typical day for me is I, I spend a, a period of time, and it can be anywhere between five minutes and 30 minutes every day, where I'll either listen to motivational music, uh, I've got a, a small playlist, I, I have a lot of books on, on, uh, on, my, on my iPhone, uh, I read the actual, I'll actually pick up a book and read, read the, uh, the lines and paper, um, but I, I try to put a couple of, you know, good tagline motivational quotes in front of me that I change up fairly regularly so that, you know, if you just see the same thing over and over again, it doesn't really, it's, it's, it's going to resonate for a period of time, but then it's just there. But if, you, if you're changing it and if you're thinking about something to motivate, you know, one of the quotes that I have uh, that I'm working on a keynote is, you know, the, the uh, and I'm going to get the quote wrong because uh, I'm on the microphone, but it's something along the lines of the worst part of communication is the illusion that the two people thought it happened. You know, which is, you know, we sit here and we talk and I think that I got my result of what I wanted to get communicated to you and you got something completely different and we walked away and we didn't get the result either of us had wanted or expected. So you have to, you have to watchdog yourself to ensure that you're doing everything you can to have a positive mindset. And the, the last piece of that is that you have to come to the realization and, and having two, two boys, one 10 and, and one nine weeks and all these animals and, and uh, thankfully the love of my life is at home and the foundation, the rock that keeps things going every day. Um, and without her, it'd be a hundred percent. But you know, we have to wake up every day and realize that 90 to 99% of our day is completely out of our control. That remaining one to 10% is how we respond to that 90 to 99% and how we handle it. That's what we have control of. We have control of a very small, minute amount of what goes on in our day. And we have to attack that with uh, the most positive attitude we can. Otherwise, we just drown in it. Because you're right, our clients are the greatest people in the world. They support the spaces that we that our kids learn in, the, the, the spaces that we live in. We earn in manufacturing plants and, and get healthy in. And you know, this is every facility USA. And uh, they have a mounting list every day. You know, when you were in the field, you had stacks of paper on your desk that you knew you'd never get to, but you tried real hard. And uh, that can be overwhelming in itself. So just keeping that mindset of every day I'm going to wake up and I'm going to spend five minutes and then build it up to 10 minutes and then 15 minutes, that's going to be a reminder. And at the end of the day, something that winds down a little bit that just gives you that reminder that, hey, I did everything I could and, and building a checklist. So I'm just pushing that a little bit further, Josh, you know, we've always kind of pushed this mantra in the service business that the customer's always right. And the reality is the customer's not always right. And uh, the idea of how do we, how do we respond when the, the customer is asking for something that is unreasonable, impossible to deliver, and to change that into kind of a positive reaction instead of a negative reaction? Yeah, great question. And, and the, the reality is Dude Solutions is a very unique company where we have a great go-to-market team that really qualifies our customer. So we take the time to truly understand the client client's needs and what their expectations are. There are times that, that the expectations may not be communicated right or there might be something that's not completely in line. Um, customers aren't always right for probably a number of reasons. And we can all say that we're not always right, but we can raise our 
our hands and, and scream and shout, be on, a, be on a canceled flight, lose your luggage, have a hotel reservation canceled, that's your family trip. Uh, get upset for things that are outside your control, like an act of God weather and does damage to your house and the insurance company's not calling you back. And you can get irrational really quick when it's emotional. Uh, the biggest thing to do is to really give the clients always give the clients true understanding of what can be done. Quick example, uh, all I wanted this past weekend, I was in Texas for a conference. My my first night of sleep that I was going to get in nine weeks uh, since Chance was born, that I had this comfortable hotel bed. They gave me a beautiful upgrade and the lights uh, were all automated and the heat was all automated and the alarm clock was all automated. So from three o'clock on, it was like poltergeist. Everything was flashing and the alarms <laughs> were going off and needless to say, I didn't get any sleep. I was calm and I worked with the, the hotel and the whole time they were saying, well, does this make it right? Does this make it right? I could have seen myself very easily being a bad customer. This was out of their control. This was a technical glitch. This was a problem, but I didn't get my night's sleep that I so look forward to. It could have been very easy for me to be that angry, irate, irrational person that wants to own the hotel because they lost a night of sleep. I think as customers, we need to be understanding of what we want to get out of a problem. When a problem arises, what do we want our result to be? And as a company, we need to be transparent and understanding to the client that says, this is the problem that we are facing. This is the result that we can provide. And it's really the best that we can do. And we're doing everything we can. I think that we, we get into that slippery slope when people start to get away from the facts or they start to get nervous because the client gets upset. I think just trying to stay calm and communicate properly uh, fixes a lot of that. I think you, you mentioned something, managing expectations. If they understand what we're delivering and what we're what's a reasonable request, uh, I often find that customers respond uh, or clients or even myself when I'm in those positions like you, Josh, um, my response is much better, I'm a lot less emotional, and the folks that I'm dealing with are the same. But on the flip side of that, Josh, sometimes we just we lose it. <laughs> you know, we mm -hmm. we can't keep it all together. Mm -hmm. And it just seems like I've gotten irrational about something. Mm -hmm. um, how do we own up to our own failure yeah. at, at uh, responding appropriately? Say sorry. You know, we're all human and mistakes happen. Yeah. And it, it takes a big person to say sorry and realize it. Uh, and that, that just goes back to the book that this company was built on, which is Good to Great. And looking in the mirror and looking out the window and when to do which, which one or the other. And, you know, we have to look in the mirror and say, how did we behave? How did we treat that person? And we also have to realize that every person has a story. So while we might be upset with the company, we're working with a person. And that person might be having a bad day on their end and they're trying to help us. And it might not seem that way, but we need to step back and we need to try to say, you know what, I'm really sorry. You know, I, I partnered with you guys because of this and this happened and everything seems to fall, the wheels seem to have fallen off the wagon. You know, we don't promote ourselves as a company that's 100% right all the time. We promote ourselves as a company that does a wonderful job for our clients as much as we can. And when something goes wrong, we are going to adjust and fix it as quickly as humanly possible. And we're always going to be there for the client. That expectation and understanding is we're not perfect. And we know that. And we're going to fix it. And I think I think that uh, those two words, I'm sorry, you know, hard to get through our lips a lot of times. Yeah. But I think really really addresses and will really break down that barrier uh, when, when, when I say to somebody, hey, Josh, I'm sorry for the way I behaved. That really takes a defense out of you, right? Yeah. And, and that gives us a platform to, to uh, start to rebuild and trust. 
So Josh, who are some of your who are some of your heroes? Who are some of the people that you look to and watch and follow that kind of uh, epitomizes this attitude of you know let's be positive, let's treat our customers right, let's do the right thing. Yeah. Uh, so the, the the Godfather, if you will, of evangelism is a gentleman by the name of Guy Kawasaki. He's uh, he's written a number of books, but he started with Apple, and he was really the the, the key promoter. The one when I when I was first asked to take this role was I went out to Zappos in Las Vegas, and I got to sit in the workshop with a their evangelist, their culture evangelist, John Walski, who's phenomenal, and really kind of gave me the idea and understanding of kind of what this role was, uh, you know, but, you know, anything from Tony Robbins to anybody, you know, I was talking about Eric Thomas, E.T., uh, he, you know, he's motivational, he's upbeat, the guy could just say, I'm making pancakes, but the way that he says it just gets you amped up and ready to go. But any number of those, I'm reading uh, uh, Ryan Holiday books, Ego is the Enemy and the Obstacle is the Way, which aren't really upbeat, and, but they're they're giving you a kind of a new mindset and looking at things and looking at the obstacle can, you know, is most times the way. You know, Ed's book is great, uh, Solid Handshake, and, you know, he's done a lot uh, in the last hundred or so days that he's been here to really motivate me and then uh, ultimately our, our founder Kent Kent's just been the uh, utmost of, uh, of motivation and support and encouragement to help me grow that uh, I'm just very blessed to have been able to work with him all these years to to, uh, to get to where we are today well you don't have to have you don't have to have the title evangelist on your business card no. to be positive to have a positive impact and to really promote what you're doing what your department does uh, you know, I think from our facility managers, they go out there and they're positive about what the message is. They're excited about it. Uh, they promote it. And when you come at it from that perspective and with a positive attitude, then uh, my title might be director of facility, but I'm an evangelist about it. I, I want people to know that this job's important, that we believe in these what we're doing. Yeah, you impact their perception and it's infectious, your attitude. Your positive attitude is infectious to those around. Yeah, if you, if you get up every day and you care and you're passionate, uh, you're an evangelist. And and I, I haven't I've never had a title on my business card, uh, and I've 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 debated to put evangelist on there. But there's a lot of evangelists out there. A lot, you know, so many of our clients send uh, emails of things that they're doing and how they're showcasing and, and improving the the culture and the environment that they work in and the perception that their clients and that their employees have and how how it's changed. They're evangelists. Uh, you know, it's, it's hard because, it, it, you know, you think about the religious side of it. But really, an evangelist is anyone that is speaking enthusiastically about things that they're passionate about. So they're passionate about taking care of our facilities to keep our kids safe and clean and healthy to get a great education. That's They're an evangelist of, of operations and, and maintenance um, for education. There's, there, there's evangelists all around us, and they don't need, you're right, they don't need the title. I'm just, uh, I'm one of the lucky ones that, that, that has it as an official thing on my W-2. Well, Josh, uh, thanks so much for being here today. And uh, I know a lot of our folks follow you. You know, Josh is available for speaking engagements and, and bringing a positive attitude towards, uh, uh, to, towards your organizations. And uh, we, we'd certainly make him available and put you in touch with him get a hold of us and, and we'll be glad to do that but Josh thanks again for being here thank today. you this has been great guys keep up the great work I love listening to you so this has been fantastic thanks Josh thank you for listening to the operate intelligently podcast subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts leave us a review and you can even email us at dspodcast at dudesolutions.com 